to the Smoking PTSD Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Dever. I am a survivor of suicide, a survivor of childhood emotional and physical abuse, as well as a veteran of the U.S. Navy and a retired first responder. I started this podcast to help me on my journey to wellness by sharing my story, my thoughts, and my experiences in a hope that my story will reach and help others and let them know that it's okay to not be okay. With that being said, I'm not a licensed mental or behavioral health professional. I'm just a guy who's been through some stuff and has experienced a trauma survival. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, medical treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your qualified mental health provider with any questions you may have regarding any mental health symptoms, and never disregard professional help or delay in seeking professional advice or treatment because of something you have heard on this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review this episode as your comments can only serve to improve the content. Hello, everyone. I know it's been a while since I've sat down here and recorded, and I can't exactly tell you why I'm doing it today. Uh, The imposter syndrome is pretty darn strong. The more time that has gone by that I've recorded, and my last recording was in October, uh, and I know that was shortly after I said I would be doing one a week, and that's just uh, really difficult for me to do. But the more time that goes by, I say no one is really clamoring for this. No one at all is clamoring for it. So why bother? And that only serves one purpose, which is to hurt me. And I try to look beyond it. I try to find the motivation to sit here. I try to find a good topic to talk about. And I just still sit here and, or sit wherever and just say, no, I'm not going to do it today. Uh, But here I am. I'm going to sit here. I'm just going to talk for a little while. Not with really, I don't really have a purpose or a topic to talk about. I'm just going to sit here and talk. I noticed that I am uh, hardest on myself with this as most people probably are. Uh, we are, we are our own worst enemies when it comes to our own mental health and our own behavioral health. We are very willing, ready, willing, and able, I should say, to help others and to reach out to others but not so willing to do things that are going to help ourselves and to, to help motivate ourselves. But I've had a a few interesting things on happy new year, uh, by the way, to everyone, this is the second day of January. So happy new year to all of you. Hope everything last year went well and looking forward to some success in this year, at least some, uh, some changes, some positive changes with our behavioral health. The TMS seemed to have worked really, really well because I do have done very well since uh, it ended and to the point where I had a really good, challenging, I should say, conversation with my therapist, Dana, the other day, and we both agreed that it was a good time to step away. She felt that I am doing well. I can always go back. Uh, even just to sit down and talk about some stuff, but it's uh, that's a little nerve wracking for me as well. I've been with Dana for five years, uh, a little bit more than five years. Met her when I first moved out here, which was in 2017. So now we're in 2023. I know it was in the fall of 17 that I met her. So it's been, uh, it's been five years. 
And she was a great therapist and she helped me a lot. Uh, she's not someone who tells you what you want to hear. She's not someone who tells you what direction she thinks you need to go. And she points you to the path and invites you to walk along it. And I like that. Uh, there was, there was never a time where she was pushing me, even though she knew that I was drinking a lot. She knew that I was doing other unhealthy activities and she never judged me and never once said, Hey, this is what we need to work on. Whatever we worked on was something that I brought into the office and wanted to work on with her and with me. Uh, I guess more to the point, I wanted to work on it with me, but being my own worst enemy, uh, I struggle with that. I struggle with, I struggled for several days, even going in to talk to her about, uh, whether or not we should continue to see each other. If it was a good idea for me to take a break. And I was happy when she agreed with me. And I know she didn't agree with me just to make me happy. I know she agreed with the, the thought and the conversation of, us taking a break because she felt that I deserved it. And she did say uh, exactly those words. So the past few few months, I've just been keeping myself busy, um, working on some projects around the house, building some models. I've been really, I built a lot of models <laughs> the past three or four months. Uh, bought myself a nice uh, Lego set for Christmas. Uh, since I knew I wasn't getting anything from anybody else and not, not including my family, of course. Um, and I don't mean that as a slight, but it's just, uh, it's just the truth of the relationship of the marriage that I'm in. It's just the way it is. So I bought myself a nice, uh, Lego set. I bought the Van Gogh Starry Night Lego set, which Van Gogh Starry Night is my favorite painting, my favorite piece of art. And the Lego set is great. Uh, it's, three-dimensional, uh, the Lego pieces come off of what I guess is the, the painting, the portrait. And it has a, uh, a Lego little Lego minifigure fan go, which I think is just incredibly great. So I got myself that for Christmas and I built that, uh, Christmas Eve day and Christmas day. I'm in the process of building a model of a P61 black widow which is a pretty incredible aircraft for its time. Uh, served in the Pacific theater during World War II. A pretty incredible aircraft. The first aircraft that was designed to be flown strictly at night. So it's all black. It's a really great build. But I, I do find a lot of peace and mindfulness um, in these projects when I do them, which is the reason that I do them. And then it's after the project is done, I have the models displayed on a... Um, little tabletop here in my den. I guess a very, going back to the, um, how incredibly hard we are on ourselves, finding empathy for ourselves and our perspectives towards ourselves and our strengths towards ourselves is, is incredibly difficult. I was reading um, Brene Brown's book titled, I Thought It Was Just Me, But It Isn't making the journey from what will people think to I am enough. And I love that phrase. I am enough. I have that tattooed on the inside of my left wrist and I turn my wrist frequently during the day. And I just look at that, uh, especially when 
times are hard and I'm, I'm lonely. I was, I was by myself over Christmas and it was kind of, kind of lonesome. It was just me and the dogs, but it was, uh, it was okay. Part of the reason why I bought that Lego kit was to give me something to do. So I watched football and did my Lego, but it was still, you know, it's lonesome in the house. You know, I, I'm not, not like, I don't really like being alone because then your, your, your thoughts start to wander, but Brene talks about building shame resilience and cultivating our authenticity. And in order to do that, we must become members of our own connection network. And what she means by that is we need to learn how to respond to ourselves with empathy and understanding. And that's incredibly hard. I, I find it much easier to be empathetic towards others, especially when I'm, I'm talking to them about their behavioral health or some some physical or behavioral health challenges, mental health challenges that they may be having. It's much easier for me to be empathetic towards them than it is to be empathetic towards myself. And that's strictly because we are our harshest critics. And it's all going to go back to that of how hard we are in ourselves that we, the slightest little mistake that we make, the littlest misgiving, we, we beat ourselves up. And I know I do that. I beat myself up a lot, which had a lot to do with me getting the courage to talk to Dana about taking a break. Uh, it was, it was hard for me to do so. Not just because I was afraid that her answer would be like, what are you kidding me? You're nowhere close to that. Uh, but I was also afraid of how I would be afterwards, knowing now that I don't have to go see her on Wednesday knowing now that I don't have any upcoming appointments with her. And that was always a little bit of a crutch that I used for myself was that's okay. I can act this way. I can behave this way because I'll just go and talk to Dana about it and we'll figure it out. And I don't really have that fallback any longer. Obviously I can, like I said, I can always call her and, and get another appointment, but I don't want to. I want to know that I can handle my life going forward based on the lessons that she and I have gone through and the things that I have learned to do and the, the way that I have achieved the things that I've accomplished with her and with the TMS. So one of the lessons that Brene talks about in her book on how to um, increase our self-empathy and our strength perspective is to examine the relationship between our strengths and our limitations. We all have them. We all have to understand what they are. I believe that my head, my brain right now is stronger doing a little self-perspective here. My brain is stronger and more able to adapt to upcoming challenges than it had been in decades. Uh, I never really learned how to deal with the setbacks that I encounter, um, how everything related back to my father's suicide and that day in 1977, how my life drastically changed as a result of that. And that's both good and bad. But the, the point is that now coming up on the 46th anniversary, it's going to be 46 years. It's, it's going to be, it's challenging for me to say, yes, everything was a ripple effect of that. Everything was a result of that. 
and I can still look forward and move forward and not have to be in this constant state of turmoil because I'm a survivor of suicide. I can look at my strengths and my weaknesses and say, yes, this happened to me. Yes, this is a causal correlation to everything that's gone on in my life since then. And I can still adapt and overcome and be better than that. It doesn't have to be the end all be all of my life. So when we do have setbacks like that or any type of a setback, whether it happened 50 years ago or it happened yesterday, we can look at it and do the comparison of strengths and limitations. And we're not expected to know everything. We're not expected to be able to answer everything. We're not expected to be omniscient. However, we should expect of ourselves and understand of ourselves that we have our limitations, that we are at the end of the day, human beings. We all make mistakes. We all strive to be perfect, but nobody achieves that. It's impossible to achieve perfection. We can train uh, and make sure that we are familiar with our tools and our equipment and our knowledge, skills, and abilities, but we can't, we can't expect those to make us feel perfection and invulnerable to, to mistakes. So how do we create that culture, culture of connection with ourselves? And this isn't just about connecting with others, although it can be, but I, I look at it more of a connecting with myself and to make sure that I stay grounded and focused on what it is that I want to do moving forward. My behavioral health has created a lot of challenges for me in my life. Um, it has been the ruination of friendships. It has been the ruination of relationships. It has been the ruination of what could have been and should have been a lot of positivity in my life. And I allowed the behavioral health and the imposter syndrome and the fact that I don't have empathy for myself. I allowed all of those things to control me for many years. And to a degree, I still do. I am happier now than I have been in a long time. Um, my marriage notwithstanding, but I've, I'm happy. I'm happy with the decisions that I've made. I'm happy with where I am. I'm happy with my job for the first time in a long time. Um, working at that liquor store, uh, I no longer work there. I quit just before, just after Thanksgiving. I came back from seeing my mother over Thanksgiving and went into the liquor store and said, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I think it's ruined retail for me. That's not that all retail is, is terrible. I understand it's hard work and I'm not afraid of hard work, but that store was just, uh, their culture was abysmal. Uh, and just about everybody that I worked with while I was working there has left. The only ones that are still there are the ones with nowhere else to go. And that's sad for them, but I am concerned of not seeing Dana and I'm concerned of my own imposter syndrome in how I'm going to be able to stay focused on the things that I want to accomplish in this coming year. And I think having established some really good boundaries with myself and focusing on the work and just doing the work, continuing to do the work, I should say, on what 
Dana and I worked on and what, what I've studied about uh, with my behavioral health, I think that I can do that. I know that I can do that. It's just a matter of putting the work in. So this is going to be a pretty short episode, but I'd like to have some guests on. So if anyone out there who listens to this wants to volunteer and be a guest with me, I would really, I would welcome it. I'd have to figure out how to do the interview via cell phone and get it onto the computer, but I'm sure there's a thousand or so YouTube videos about that. But I would like to have some guests on. I think that would help me to uh, be able to move the podcast forward. I mean, I can only I can only talk in this monotone voice for so long and not have anybody to share stories with until it just, uh, I guess it gets boring and no one wants to listen to it anymore. So if you want to be a guest, just uh, just reach out to me at the end of the um, at the end of the podcast. There's going to be some some way that you guys can communicate with me if you want to get if anyone would like to be a guest on the show. So it's going to be a short one. You know, thanks for listening. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me today. Please rate, subscribe, and review, as your comments can only serve to improve this podcast. If you or someone you know are struggling with thoughts of suicide, please call or text the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 988. Veterans can also call 988 and press 1 or text 838255. You can reach me on Twitter at PTSD on Instagram at smoking underscore PTSD, or email me at thesmokinptsdpodcast at gmail.com. And please remember, everyone you meet is struggling with something you know nothing about, so please, let's be kind to one another.